Welcome to the Building Up Women in Property podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Bangura, and I'm thrilled to have you here with me today. This podcast is for ambitious women who work in property and construction, who want to learn how to have a career they love on their terms. Join me every week where I'll leave you excited and confident to take your next steps. Thanks for being here with me. Now let's get started. Thank you for joining me here today. I appreciate you being here. Now, today we are continuing our conversation around under-earning. And if you haven't listened to last week's episode, number 27, I want you to go back and listen to that. And I actually posed the question of, are you under-earning? And I want you to really think about that, digest that information and consider, are you under-earning? And I gave everyone homework at the end of the episode, which was to go away and decide how much money you want to earn. And thank you to everyone that sent me that number. I love it and I'm cheering you on. But it's so important that we know what we are working towards because like anything, we can have a vague idea of something, but until we make it a goal and we clear on the outcome we are trying to achieve, we don't take the right actions to create the results we want. We keep floating along, hoping that things will work out. But when we get clear, when we have a strategy and a plan in place and we execute, that is when we get results in the shortest amount of time. And that is what I want for you on this topic. I want you to stop under-earning as soon as possible. Think about what that extra money in the bank will do for your life. Think about what it will do for your identity and your self-perception. How will you view yourself when you are earning the amount of money that you want to earn? Everything will shift for you, everything. And I really invite you to today come on that journey with me to understand how you can stop under earning now and start creating the money and the reward that you desire and that you are capable of. So without any more chatter, let's get into it. Now, under earning may show up for you in a couple of different ways. It may be that you are getting paid less than the market rate to do the job that you are doing. So this means someone else doing the same job is getting paid more and there is an obvious gap there between your remuneration and your reward. Now, this is not a hypothetical. This is what the job market is actually paying and how you are being rewarded. So you might be in that situation or you may be in a situation where your pay is on par with others, but you feel capable and you have a desire to earn more than your current salary. Or you may be in the situation where actually both apply. So you are earning less than you could within the market and you have a desire to double or triple that number. So irrespective of your personal circumstance and how under-earning is showing up for you, I want you to come with me today as we explore the key concepts that will actually allow you to shift from where you are right now and create the financial reward that you desire and that you are capable of. This episode is about how do we practically get from under-earning to stop under-earning and to be in a position where we are fulfilled and rewarded for the work we do and where we are contributing at the level we want to. So there are four key steps that are crucial to stop under-earning. The first one I've already touched on, you need to know what you want. So this is the number that you desire to earn. And really there's three stages in knowing that number. So the first is you have to decide. You have to put a number in your mind and know that is what you want. Now, the second part is you have to commit to it. So it's not just a theoretical, it would be great if I could. You have to actually commit to taking the actions to create that result. And then you have to have resolve. 
And resolve is where you know that this is going to happen. It is an inevitable outcome for you and you are on the journey to create that amount of money for yourself no matter what. And once you get those three parts, you've had the decision, you've made that commitment and you have the resolve, that is when you become unstoppable. That is when you become so clear on the outcome and the mission that you are on that it propels you forward to take the necessary actions to create the outcome. And this is all about having your own back. This is all about realizing you are your most valuable asset. How you show up, how you earn money is within your control. You are not a servant to anyone. This is about making the choices that align with the life and the lifestyle that you want to create for yourself. So get really clear on that. And it can also be super helpful to really think about why you want to earn that much. And you might have so many different motivations. It could be about your financial freedom. It could be about closing the pay gap. It could be about pay equity. It could be about setting an example for your children and what's possible. It could be about the impact you can have with that level of earnings, either through your work or through your personal life. There are so many reasons that we may want to earn more money. And I want to be clear on this. You do not need to have a reason that you tell anyone else. That reason is just there for you. Because when we connect with the reason we are doing something, it is an internal motivator for us. It anchors us to that desire because we can see the impact that more money will have on our lives and the lives of those around us. And that is what really drives us more than just having money sitting in a bank. It's about what that money can do. And we need to think of money as being a tool and something that enables things for us and for others rather than being a representation of our personal worth because it's not. Getting paid is a transaction. And the sooner we acknowledge that and we realize that, the easier it is to detach our self-worth from our pay and develop an objective strategy and have objective conversations around money. Which leads me to step two. You need to let go of the beliefs that are keeping you stuck or that are no longer serving you. As women, we have been conditioned that women earn less than men because historically that has always been the case. But thankfully, times are changing and we can create a new reality for ourselves. But we need to recognize that this conditioning of our position as a woman in society and our value as a woman is subconscious for so many of us. Women tend to apologize for wanting more We tend to tiptoe around the conversations of money and salaries because we don't want to be perceived as rocking the boat or being unlikable or argumentative. So we tend not to have some of these conversations and it is rooted deeply in some of these subconscious beliefs that we have. So we really need to get clear on those and understand them. So take some time to really think through what are your beliefs that are keeping you stuck in your current pay. These might include things like earning money has to be hard or money is not for me, or money is not a true representation of my value. Or maybe I'm not sure I'm worth it. Take the time, write down all of those beliefs that aren't serving you and challenge each one of them. How could that not be true? And look around you for examples that provide evidence contrary to your belief. All you need is for one person to be doing something that is counter to your belief and that sets a precedent in your mind. Decide to let go of these unhelpful thoughts and these limiting beliefs that have you settling for less than you want. The third step is you need to understand what value is. So we are paid to deliver a job or service to someone. It is a transaction and that determines the value that we give someone. So value is what is someone willing to pay for the results that you achieve? And this is not about 
what you think someone should pay you. It's about what someone is willing to pay you. So you need to make that distinction, right? If you are looking around and other people in the market are earning more, doing the same job as you, the market is willing to pay more to achieve the results that you are currently achieving than you are getting paid. Now, if you are someone that wants to earn more money, but it's not necessarily within the current market expectations of your role, well, there's an opportunity for you there to really challenge how you deliver value and consider what would value look like for your employer? What would it look like for your business or for your industry? And this is where we need to be willing to step outside of the mold. We have to be willing to think about how we can do things differently. How can we increase our value? And when I say that, I'm not talking about necessarily going and getting more experience or more skills or more qualifications. I'm talking about how can you create more tangible results that someone is willing to pay you for? Because all those things, education, skills, experience, we only want those so that we can achieve the outcome. And quite often, we can achieve the outcome without those things. So think about it. Be open to new ways of creating value so that you can be the most valuable person in the room. And I want you to think here, when we think about what our value is, I want you to realize that there are no rules around this. Nothing is set in stone. And as much as there may be pay ranges and guides, I can tell you if you are delivering outstanding value to someone, they will find the money to pay you for that because you are taking away problems. You are creating solutions. You are creating opportunities for them that are worth more than paying you that salary. So as you achieve better outcomes and better results, you become more valuable and someone is then willing to pay you more. That is the equation. And when we understand that, it unlocks opportunities. It creates new ways of thinking about how we can create more money, how we can become more valuable as an asset to an organization. And an example of that is you could actually do two people's jobs in the same amount of time because you work more effectively. And if your manager can get rid of a role and have you do that job, they will be willing to pay you more for that. But you have to be able to demonstrate the value you deliver. And this is why we need to use the language that matters to them. We need to be able to meet the metrics and the KPIs that they are working towards. We need to demonstrate our value in a clear and measurable way that is meaningful to the people paying us. And this is why when we actually look at the work people do and something I do a lot with my clients is we look at what you are doing in your job. And most of the time, we can actually cut away quite a lot of the busy work because it does not deliver actual results. It keeps you busy. It feels like it's being productive, but actually it is not creating a tangible result. So what if you got rid of a lot of that busy but unimportant work and focused on the things that deliver the key results. That's one way immediately to increase your value. And then it becomes about how you demonstrate that. So working away, having all these wins in the background and not owning them, not talking up, not drawing attention to them is doing yourself a disservice. You are devaluing yourself in that process because you are letting your value be hidden from the people that need to know about it in order to pay you more. And this is why we need to talk about ourselves more. This is why we need to show our achievements. This is why we need to be clear on this in our own minds so that we can communicate it effectively to others and increase not only our perceived value, but our actual value to an organization and to an employer. And there are no rules around this. You can create value in new ways. So the more creative and the more open we are to answering that question of how can I deliver more value for my employer, 
the more opportunities there are. You might think of new ways to do things that save money, that save time, that reduce risk, that improve safety. These are all key results that an employer cares about. So think about that. Think about how you could push the limits and the boundaries of what is normal in your role. Think about how you could do things differently to get a better outcome and then talk about that. Demonstrate that. Show people how it works and tell them about the process you've gone on and the results that you achieve and own it. Stand behind yourself and have your own back 100% of the way. And you need to be doing this day in, day out so that people are getting this constant reinforcement of the value you bring. This is not something you should just do once a year. You want to be doing this on such a regular basis that people are constantly appreciating you and you are seen as a crucial element of achieving results within your team, within your organisation. I hope you've been enjoying the episode. I wanted to take a moment to let you know about my free Career Confidence Masterclass. This is for ambitious career oriented women who are ready to stop playing small and to confidently create a career you love. Head over to my website, beautifuldisruptions.com for more info. Now let's get back to the episode. And the final piece is you need to make the ask. Now, I was reading something that said men are four times more likely to negotiate their starting salary than women. Now, that's a crazy stat, but I'm not surprised about it. So often I see women say things like, I'm so grateful to have this opportunity. Now, that sounds lovely, but why are you grateful? You're showing up, you're delivering results, you are achieving an outcome for your business. They are paying you to do a job and you're showing up and doing that job well. So you don't need to be grateful for anything. This is a transaction and you need to be able to show up and ask. You need to go in and bat for yourself. You need to go in and negotiate for yourself. And if you are being offered something or your current salary is devalued, you need to challenge that and you need to have that commitment and that faith and that self-assuredness that you know what your value is and you're willing to as I said earlier, you've got that resolve to go out and create that result. So you need to absolutely have your own back and you need to get comfortable having what might be an uncomfortable conversation about pay. And you have to be willing to receive money as a reward for the value that you deliver. You have to be open to that and you have to own that decision and that choice and not back down from it. If you know you should be getting paid more for the job you are doing, you need to front up have a conversation about pay equity and use the outcomes of that conversation to guide your next steps. So if you go to your employer and say, market is paying 150 for this role and I'm on 110, I think I should be getting paid more. See what they say. Ask the question, how am I benchmarked around my peers? Show evidence of why you think you should get paid more, not only from the market, but also from the performance and results you've achieved. And see what the conversation leads to. Now, you may hit a brick wall. Someone may say, no, there's no room for more money here. The role isn't worth that. And you can make a decision from that around going and testing the market, going and seeing what else is out there. And if your resolve is to earn that 150K, for example, or 200K or 300K, whatever the number is for you, if you have that resolve, you will find other ways to earn that money. You will start exploring other avenues and other opportunities, and you will get better at demonstrating the value you bring. Another outcome might be that they say, yes, 
you're right, we have been underpaying you or there is an opportunity to increase your salary and then you have an easy win and you'll actually go away thinking, why didn't I say this earlier? Why didn't I make this ask earlier? A third outcome might be your employee might say, we don't believe that role is worth more and you can go back and say, well, what would it take to earn more? How could I increase my value in this organisation? What would benefit you? What would you see as valuable? And you can open up a meaningful dialogue with them around creating opportunities, around creating better outcomes, better results for them so that you can increase your value and your earnings within that organisation. But the crucial thing in all of these conversations is, first of all, having the audacity to show up and ask to get paid more, okay? And so much of that is just around being present, keeping a straight face and not cowering away from your request, like really own the request. And when you have that resolve, you know what you are worth, you know what you are capable of, and you know you can achieve it. So stay grounded in that, show up, be present, put your absolute best foot forward and do not back down. Now, that will open up a dialogue. It will open up opportunities. It will give you more information. And you can take that information then and decide what the next right step is for you. Is it around taking on additional responsibilities? Is it around finding another job in the market? Who knows, right? There are so many ways it could be cut, but it's about gathering that information and then making decisions that are aligned with achieving the amount of money you want to earn. And my final thought on this is when you make an ask, the key to success is being disassociated from the outcome. It is not personal if someone will not pay you more for doing the job you are doing. It is not personal if someone says, we don't see any way you can deliver more value in the organisation. That is not about you. That is about them. But what you now have is information that will guide your next move. So don't make the response you get a reflection of you or a reflection of your personal worth. They're not. They are business transactions. And as I said before, you are your greatest asset. You need to invest in yourself. You need to be willing to go in and have the hard conversations. You need to advocate for yourself 100% of the time. It is no one else's responsibility. And the more you practice this, the easier it will become. So just keep thinking, how do I add value in this situation? And what do I need to ask in order to get the outcome I want? And be willing to let go of any of the ideas or beliefs that you have that are keeping you stuck where you are and not moving towards the salary and the remuneration that you really want. Okay, my beautiful friends, let's go earn some more money. Yeah, let's stop under earning and let's create the results and the outcomes we want. Okay, my lovely, have a beautiful day. I will see you next week. Thanks for joining me on the Building Up Women in Property podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcast or Spotify, I'd love for you to take a moment and review the show if you found it helpful or share it with a few friends. Thanks again. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you next time.